Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, as we say every week, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, well, it's getting close to that time of year. We know that because Good Lovelies, that's Carolyn Brooks, Carrie O, and Sue Passmore, are about to hit the road on their Christmas tour. And after having to take a year off and appear virtually because of the COVID pandemic, this time around they'll be taking their songs, harmonies, and a kick-ass band around Ontario for some in-person shows. They join us on this episode to talk about what you can expect on the tour and some interesting future plans. And spoiler alert, it sounds like there's a new album in the offing. And although it feels a little too early to go full Folk Roots Radio for the holidays, we also have some fun Hanukkah songs to ease you into the holiday season. And we're starting out this way. This is Joni Mitchell with a version of her holiday classic River that you may not have heard before. From the sessions for her 1971 album Blue, and now on her second volume of the Archive series, the reprise years 1968 to 1971. And rather than just piano, this one wraps up with a beautiful French horn accompaniment. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. Teach my feet to fly 
on the trees They're putting up reindeer Singing songs of joy and peace I wish I had a river I could skate away on
Listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Thanks, Jan.
Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. Just listened to Garth Hudson with Kevin Hearn and Thin Buckle, and their version of the bands You Ain't Going Nowhere. And that's from the just-released 10th anniversary edition of Garth Hudson Presents, a Canadian celebration of the band. One of our favourite tribute albums, and now it comes with new packaging, additional artwork, and a 44-page booklet written by Alan Cross plus two previously unreleased bonus tracks which we'll try and share with you on a future episode. Before that, Bruce Coburn with The Coldest Night of the Year from 1981, and one of 30 songs on his new Greatest Hits 1970-2020 package. Bruce is getting ready for his 50th anniversary tour, which was sadly postponed last year because of COVID. It kicks off in December and arrives in Canada, in April 2022. And we just taped a great interview with Bruce, which we'll be bringing to you very shortly. So definitely stay tuned for that. And in the background, it's Edmonton's Celtic folk band, The McDades, with the instrumental November the 8th from their new album, The Empress. Next up, Good Lovelies join us to chat about their 2021 Christmas tour. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Can't you hear them bells ringing, bringing joy to all? Hear them singing, when it's snowing, I'll be going back to my country home. Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, Christmas time's coming, and I know I'm going home. Snowflakes are falling. Going back to my country home 
That's Good Lovelies with their version of Tex Logan's Christmas Time is a Coming. And indeed, Christmas Time is a Coming. We know that because Good Lovelies, that's Carolyn Brooks, Kerry O and Sue Passmore, are about to head out on their Christmas tour. In fact, some people go as far as to say that Good Lovelies' Christmas tour is actually the official start to the holiday season. Now, last year, things were a little different because of the pandemic. All the Good Lovelies holiday shows were virtual. This time around, though, they will again be playing in-person shows as they do their bit to help people get into the Christmas spirit. To learn more about this year's Christmas tour, we're pleased to welcome Good Lovelies to Folk Roots Radio. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. <laughs> it's great to be able to talk to you guys today. This is like, is this like the calm before the storm, you know, getting ready to go on tour? It, you know what? It is. And I, I looked at the date today and in typical years, we would have started the Christmas tour by now. That's true. <laughs> Some really lucky people in Calgary have had the Christmas spirit. <laughs> punched into them in early days of November in the past. Well, the, the tour has got bigger and bigger over the years. Now, this year, you're just going to be staying in Ontario. But, you know, we're also going to be talking about future years, because I know this is something that you do love to do. Uh, and I think, you know, you, you've gone right across the country, right, at different times. Like you mentioned, I think one you did, you did Alberta. Was it Alberta and Ontario that year you did? Alberta, Ontario, and a few dates in the U.S., We've been able to take it to Winnipeg and Saskatoon. We've been right out to Vancouver and such. And I think we just haven't been east for Christmas. Am I right about that? We've gone as far yes. as Montreal. That's yeah. that's as far as we've gone east for Christmas. Montreal and Hudson, Quebec. Yeah. Well, oh, Hudson, Quebec, yeah. <laughs> I, I know Atlantic Canada would love you. And, you know, I can see eventually you'll probably be rolling it out in the fall and convincing people in Newfoundland that Christmas is <laughs> I <hope> coming. So. <laughs> I mean, we do we do dream of doing the vinyl cafe style thing, you know, where we just hit the whole country. And I do sometimes feel bad for like our international audiences because we'll never we probably will never do Christmas in Australia or UK um, because we have such a great tradition going here. Although that was part of the fun of doing the virtual shows last year is we were able to connect with our international audiences and folks who for various reasons can't come to shows, you know, and that, that was really, really special. We sort of like ease them in if it's early November too, like where we'll sing our original uh, wintry songs and won't get too much in the like jingling of bells. I mean, Sue will be jingling the bells from <laughs> always all year round if we can. <laughs> so last year was virtual. You know, the, those shows were still wonderful. I always wonder, I know it was completely different from your point of view when you, you know, you're talking to people across the country. And then in, also in Australia, yay for the Australians, having to stay home and focus on trying to reach people through the, the medium of the Internet may actually in some ways help you to refine what you do in a, a live situation. Hmm. Funny, I hadn't really thought about it specifically in that way. But but yeah, I mean, it's um, we learned a lot putting on that show because it's a very different thing setting up in one spot and uh and doing different shows every day in the same location because we wanted to change it up at least a little bit for all the different markets and so on. It gave us a, a different kind of pinpoint focus on the one particular, being in the one spot. Yeah, I was also going to add that it helped us refine the show and that we couldn't rely on audience reaction, you know what I mean? So we had to deliver without 
worrying about like without knowing how it would be received in fact sometimes we'd be like we have no idea how that joke went over but you really had to <laughs> you know because we only had each other and um, or, I remember thinking that there was more like um like there was more theater that we had to like I, I was particularly more tired after those shows because I was just giving I was imagining like for like when we were in London, Ontario, and in my head, I imagined the hall, I imagined what the place looked like, and my arms moved all night and and I was like looking around as if we were in that space, and I just remember like just the imagination of it all, sort of inspired by Jill Barber, who had just done a a live stream in the in her ghost she had done this like ghost live stream where she was interacting with no one, and she just gave so much, and I watched the show in my pajamas in my bed going. I'm going to do what Jill's doing. She's, she just, she's reaching me in Ontario from across the, you know, across the country and in my pajamas. And I want to make, I know people will feel it if we do this, but it was like grand. It was insane. So. Well, I, I certainly thought, I mean, I thought it worked very well. I got to be honest of, of some of the pandemic shows that I've watched. It was definitely one of my favorites. Uh, No question. The band, I mean, you have a kick-ass band as well. And, and, you know, (laughs) although we think of Good Lovelies as a trio, you know, when you can, you also, you know, like to to take some other musicians with you. Can you talk a little bit about who's going to be playing with you this time around? I'll take Mark. How about that? How about we each take one of them? We have this amazing percussion drummer named Mark Mariash, and he um, is from Durham, Ontario. He's an amazing drummer. He's been on tour with so many different people he really holds it down for us and it's fun because mark has been part of our band now i mean we often tour just as a trio jan as you were saying but for the christmas tour we definitely uh tour with um the full the our our merry men as we like to joke but mark we have mark bariash on drums and percussion mm-hmm. we have uh our our uh, dear friend steve zarai who plays upright bass with us and in the luxury of uh, live stream and being in the kind of in the in the shadows behind us last year during the live stream shows, he he coined the term "soft pants," uh, a term like for all the pants and for all of us gaining pandemic pounds during the wonderful time at home. He's from Toronto. He plays with Royal Wood. He's played with Jill Barber. He's uh, he's been in our band uh, basically since 2014. Whenever we can take him anywhere, yeah. Yeah, and we've got Robbie Grunwald on keys, and uh, Robbie, he, I love, he goes all in. He's sort of always there <laughs> in the transitions between songs. He's always got a little something he can play, um, but he's been a part of this, too, since, oh boy, um, how many years has he been doing this now? Since probably about 2015 or yeah. so with us for Christmas, uh, and so he's, you know, these guys have really just become part of the Christmas band and you know the extension of us at Christmas and yeah it they're uh, as a unit a delight <laughs> we have a lot of fun when the nights grow long birds stop singing songs in the summer all the leaves around have fallen on the ground I know that winter is on its way When the cold wind blows Honey, I don't know how much longer I can wait It won't be long, my dear, till Christmas Day is here So promise me you won't be late 
This is Moonfruits. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Good Lovelies with Harry Holm from their Christmas album, Under the Mistletoe. Good Lovelies, that's who pass more. Kerry O and Carolyn Brooks are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio today, chatting about their 2021 Christmas tour, which will see them back on the road again for in-person shows across Ontario. One of the things I love about Good Lovelies is the interplay between the three of you, you know, which is is just really fabulous. And I think it's 16 years you've been together now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh boy, 15. Yeah, it's going to be our 16th, 16th 15, birthday. 15 this year, right? Our 16th Christmas tour. Right. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so many Christmases. One more Christmas than we've been a band. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can see math starting to get a problem. You've been yeah. together so long. Yeah, no, that's great. Now, this year is a little special because you're also going to be playing at Massey Hall as headliners. Um, yeah. You must be pretty excited about that. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's an honor. Yeah. yeah, we opened for Royal Wood there a few years ago, and um, we got our first taste of it in the old Massey Hall. It was right before it was shut down. And to kind of bookend it, like to be among the last shows that played there, and now to be among the first shows yeah. to play there um, since it's reopened, uh, it's pretty exciting. Really exciting. I'm not going to cry, I swear. <laughs> I'm going to make it my mission to get some tears out of you, Caroline, at the massive yeah. event. <laughs> I've actually been thinking about, I haven't told you guys this yet, but I'm thinking about like um, like a tax system on myself. Like anytime I cry, I'm going to tax myself and like give money to charity or something because I went to the National Ballet this weekend to see it. And the moment the orchestra started playing, I was like bawling. I was like, I'm not going to make it through the tour, guys. It's a a beautiful thing. You know, it is a beautiful thing. And you actually, we had our, like when we played there before, we were like, we were like tittering. Like we we went out on the stage and just like, I mean, it's kind of weird to say this and you can edit this out, Jan, but like we sort of nailed it because the hyperness in our like brains was like operating up here. And it was um, like, I didn't come down for days after that. In fact, so my phone blew up from kindness 
after that. Like I it just it literally like too many comments came in and my phone died. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> and the next night I watched the Stampeders play in Tamworth at the Legion. I was like, they're like, how are you? And I was like, it's nice to meet you. I played Massey Hall last night. Like, <laughs> about it. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be very special. Will that show be different from the other ones on the tour? We might have some special guests, but yeah. other than that, it'll pretty it'll be the Good Lovelies yeah. Christmas show. Um, yeah. So tell us what people can expect when they come to the Christmas show. I mean, you know, we've kind of hinted at bits, the the wonderful interplay between you, the fabulous band that you bring with you. But what else can people expect? Well, there's we'll have classic Christmas stuff. We'll have some lesser known Christmas tunes. Um, there's always, I think, as we mentioned, some winter music uh, unrelated to Christmas originals, things, things people are familiar with, joy, merriment, mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fun. Sue's like crazy array of sleigh bells will be on stage with us. Caroline's tears will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully a bit of sing-along. We're going to, you know, pandemic time, but um, but we hope we can still have some rooms singing together in one way or another. Yeah. Well, pan- pandemic yeah. times have certainly changed everything for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, in preparation for this interview, I was, you know, I always go do my research, check back through the website, see, you know, what you've done and what you, and, you know, in your case, it was what you had planned to do because you had this big forest tour Mm -hmm. uh, that you were doing. I mean, you were really starting to get, you know, getting more focused on sustainability as far as your music is concerned. And you're you're all full-time musicians. Can you talk a little bit about where things stand with, you know, Good Lovelies moving forward into 2022? Yeah, we're planning some shows. We have some shows on the books for the first half of 2022. So most of them are makeup shows that we have lost over the last couple of years. Um, we did lose a very big tour. That was a very, very big tour. We were really looking forward to it. And I'm sure we'll touch on the sustainability thing as we go forward because we're all really passionate about that and climate change and and how it's affecting the mental health of kids and all those things. But yeah, we're we're really hopeful. We had this amazing week earlier in November where we did a song. Or was it October? Was it, was it October? Oh my goodness, yeah. time passes. Um, we spent a week together writing and we wrote a bunch of songs that are going to go towards a new record. So there's a lot of hopefulness in what we're doing right now. And we're really excited to move forward and grow and and just play some shows for people and be in rooms with people. It's been a long go. And there was talk about gender parity as well. I mean, it, you know, obviously it's, a, it's, a, it's becoming more and more of an issue in the music business. And, you know, with the three of you, I mean, you're already... You know, you're doing your bit, but uh, can you, I think can can you talk a little bit more? I mean, those ideas that you you know had because I think if there hadn't been a pandemic, we probably would have had a new album this year. We had really wanted to do this sort of grand again, just go big or go home. Sort of uh, reach out to every there are like uh, incredible writers, like touring musicians. We we'd reached out to a bunch of of uh, incredible women to engineer and master and and songwriters to produce songs for this record. And, you know, with that still sort of always in our MO and how we kind of go forward, we, the, the, the scope of the project as it stands today is different. We've got two amazing producers, multi-instrumentalists on board, one woman, one man to work with the three of us. And it could be as simple as five of us making this next record, but that other big plan, you know, 
that big plan, big budget might might follow <laughs> this yeah. next. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think we've closed the door on that plan at some no. point. We'd love to all those people that we had approached, and um, but this this sort of iteration of the new record feels like the right thing at this particular time. You're always looking to try and move things forward. I mean, you've you've been you know been very big at at promoting causes, right? I mean, that's something that's been very important throughout your career uh as a as a band is to to make sure you bring things forward the good lovelies forest that project will continue the forest is growing it's growing (laughs) yeah so the first 2500 trees were planted after our christmas tour of 20 2019 so they were planted in the spring of the following year and um yeah it's growing they're doing really well the trees we check in every once in a while and yeah we're we're interested in like obviously climate change is a big thing for us and you know we fly for a living (laughs) I like to joke my family's like what do you do for a living I'm like I drive for a living (laughs) we spend a lot of time on the road and we burn a lot of fossil fuels so we're really conscious of that and trying to make changes of you know to how we tour Uh, and it's there's a lot of bands doing this right now there's a lot of people talking about it like our you know our peers like Tamara Lindemann from the weather station and um uh, Sarah Harmer, uh, to name just a few, Scott Hellman. There's a lot of things that we are doing and changing. I think the industry is open to it, which is really exciting. Yeah. Well, it's great to be able to get you back out on the road. I know you did play a few gigs uh, in August as well. So that was kind of a warm up for this. Good Lovelies Christmas shows are always wonderful. Typically, <laughs> what happens is people go to one. And then they keep going year after year, right? I know that the Dublin Street United Church one in Guelph was always very popular, and that's been been going. Uh, so if you get a chance to catch the Good Lovelies on their Christmas tour, you definitely should. If you're not in an area where they're going to be this year, though, go to goodlovelies.com. You can follow the band there as well as on social media and check out their gigs for next year because uh, when you read their website, one of the things that comes through very clearly is that this is a band that is committed to their music and sharing it with the world for people in Scotland and Australia and everywhere else. It's been great to talk to you today. We're going to finish with some more Christmas music from the Good Lovelies, and they have three wonderful albums, Under the Mistletoe from 2009. They also have Winter's Calling from 2015. That was an EP. And then we're going to dip into Evergreen, which was actually their latest album from 2019 and i wanted to finish with some of your original songs and we've got two that we're going to put together do you find it easy to write holiday songs i mean is that yeah i always think there are so many classics out there it must be hard for people to think oh i'm going to write something original sue what do you think i thought it was funny i'm trying to think i i when we were working on that record i think i I had, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was just in the moment. I don't know if it's just I'm a, generally a very big fan of Christmas, but I had a lot of ideas. So for for me, that was it was a it was a fun project, and I, and I kind of liked the the project that had a very um, uh, specific purpose, but also trying trying to contribute something that felt true to me, but you know, keeping the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. Those albums are a big part of my Christmas, so I want to encourage you to keep making those as well as the others. <laughs> Sue Passmore, Kerry O, and 
Carolyn Brooks, it's been a great pleasure to talk to you today. We're going to finish with the good lovelies and what it could be, followed by these Christmas nights from their wonderful 2019 album, Evergreen. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And guys, have fun on the road. Thank you, Thank Jan. you Jan. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, they say. It's the happiest holiday. Light a fire in the hearth, and I'll tell you of a wonder. What could it be? It's not the gifts, not the Christmas tree, but to have you with me. Deep in all the lights are soft below And the starry sky is filled with Christmas magic I will get home if it's the last thing I ever do Cause you know it isn't Christmas without you It's a cold snow, but we're glowing on this night You fill my world with wonder, joy, and happiness All I need this year is to believe in this
Hey, this is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. It's hard to explain the feeling when winter has come. Soft sounds, a subtle glow, shining from inside the window. It's not.
said you got me those Season tickets to the public, do you? Recall the time that I got you the box set Of Dionne Warwick And I wasn't even nervous When you look me in the eyes And ask me to spin your dreidel for The rest of our lives Cause we've got That's three songs for Hanukkah. 
You just listened to American expat singer-songwriter Deborah Holland, who is now based in Vancouver with her fun Hanukkah song, Hanukkah O Hanukkah. Before that, Rachel Sage with the playful Hanukkah in the Village from her 2017 holiday album Joy. And it's a song that not only celebrates the Jewish holiday, but also gives us a glimpse into Greenwich Village life around the holidays. We also heard from Vancouver's Haley K. Turner with Intangible Things, a Hanukkah song. This is a song she wrote because Adam Sandler challenged people to write a new Hanukkah song. And Haley got so far into the Adam Sandler thing, she created a fun parody version of her own song, which we also slipped in there, alongside a Happy Gilmore parody video of her wrestling an alligator. I think she might be a little obsessed, but she's definitely having fun. And that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. You can visit the website to check out all our archived radio episodes and interviews on demand. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Prince Edward Island's Catherine McClellan with Calling You Home for the Holidays. And that's from her first ever holiday album, appropriately entitled Holiday. And it's the first time that Catherine has engineered and produced her own project, while also playing most of the instruments on the album. Way to go, Catherine. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll definitely see you next time. i